What is up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com uh, doing a first podcast in quite a while while I'm on my walk, kind of sprinkling outside, but uh, got some very important stuff to talk about. Um, it's not going to be completely cardboard-centric, so we're going to be talking about what's been going on in the news with Major League Baseball. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably heard about the uh, findings of Major League Baseball against the Houston Astros and their cheating. And so a lot of times, I'll be honest with you, when it comes to any type of news, I'm really more or less of a, uh, a headline skimmer. And I'll read a couple provocative titles of forum threads or news headlines and you know, kind of be on my merry way. But because it has to do with baseball, I figured, you know what? I'm going to actually read the official report myself. So let me kind of break it down for you. Uh, for as far as, as best as I can remember, what uh, the report said, what exactly happened with the Astros, if you don't know. So it uh, starts in 2017. Um, this is basically from the report, what it said. So, uh, so to begin with, what apparently the Astros started doing is they started using the uh, video relay room. Uh, I think it started around like with the uh, instant replays and that sort of thing. Uh, they used that to try to figure out, like decode the uh, uh, what kind of pitches were coming, um, and uh, you know for the batter. So if there was a runner that was on second base, uh, they would go from the video relay room to the dugout, from the dugout to a runner on second base um, to the batter that was up so that way he could see what pitch was coming. Now that's kind of how it started. Um, the uh, second thing that they did that you're probably more used to hearing about is uh, the trash can banging. So what they would do is like if there's a fastball coming, no trash can bang. If there is like some sort of an off-speed pitch or something, it'd be two, uh, another type of pitch, three, trash can bang, so on and so forth. They uh, experimented with whistles and all these other things. And so around uh, 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 2018, I think they actually, or, or maybe even 2017, I'm not sure, they got rid of the second um, base or the runner on second thing altogether. And they just relied on, uh, you know, the trash can being from, you know, according to my memory of what I read. And they did this all the way up until some point until 2018. And they stopped because the Astros said, you know what, this isn't really uh, working for us. This is becoming very much so a distraction. And so uh, they stop it and then, you know, they obviously continue their winning ways and you know, they've got a fantastic, game, a fantastic team. And so, of course, uh, you know, the problem is somebody has to be held accountable. So what did they do? They suspended the uh, manager and the general manager, and they took away our first and second round draft picks for the next couple of years and fined us uh, $2 million, or $5 million. And so uh, the, that's by the way some people are like, why didn't they fine them $50 million? Well, it's the, uh, that's the maximum allowable is $5 million. 
So that's why they got that. So Jim Crane, the owner of the Astros said, you know what, we're gonna take this one step further. I'm gonna fire him. So he fires the general manager and the manager. Uh, and so, you know, that's, that's that. Some people said, you know, good. Other people said, what, that's all? Man, that was real cheap for, uh, that was a real cheap uh, payment for, uh, for World Series that they won in 2017 and for the MVP award that Altuve won and you know, so on and so forth. And because of this, the teams are probably lining up to buy cameras to do the same thing if that's all it's gonna cost. Well, the problem is you look at the stats and clearly the stats at home during the postseason were better than away, but that's what happens with a good team, right? Uh, during the regular season, the stats were actually better away for the Astros. So that kind of seems to go along the lines of what they were talking about when they said that it was being distracted, uh, you know, we were being distracted by this, so we just stopped this, uh, this activity altogether. But regardless of what the statistics say, the, uh, th this whole thing caused uh, all of baseball fandom to be in this extreme uproar. So we have uh, the Astros as being public enemy number one. Might have been the Yankees before. Well, <laughs> no longer the Astros are the bad boys of baseball. And uh, so, you know, I don't know. That's, uh, it's unfortunate. And so you have the, the Houstonians, the fans of Houston, defending them, saying, oh, everybody else in baseball is doing this. And then, of course, you have, you know, everybody that's not in Houston as saying, you know, oh, they're cheaters. They need to have the World Series title stripped and Altuve's MVP uh, stripped and so on and so forth. And so, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's not a a great time to be a Houston fan right now. Um, however, uh, there is some merit to what some of these Houston fans are saying. And I say these Houston fans, I'm a fan of Houston. I love the Astros. Of course, they're my home team. Love the A's too, but the A's, actually, ironically enough, I didn't think about this, uh, but Mike Fires, the guy that started this whole thing, uh, pitches for the A's. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, uh, you know, so he, uh, I, I believe it was uh, Logan Morrison came out and actually said, guys, this isn't anything new. Like, uh, the Yankees did this, the Red Sox did this, and there's been more allegations of the Brewers, the White Sox, the Cubs. In fact, somebody, I don't recall who it was, <clears throat> I think actually this might have been... Uh, uh, Scott Brocious's son. Now, Scott Brocious, by the way, he uh, he played for the A's in the early '90s, and I'm sure he, I think he played for the Twins at some point, and had some other playtime, no doubt. But I know him as a member of the A's in the early '90s. I think he was like the third base coach for the Mariners, and so his son comes out, and if I remember correctly, starts talking about how uh, the Dodgers might be. Uh, uh, cheaters as well and all these other teams and you know basically talking about how Major League Baseball knew about all this but was basically waiting for one team to be ratted out so to speak before they could actually make uh, an example out of them so it's basically hey everybody look what we're doing we're running this team up the flagpole and they're they're uh, 
we're beating them to death and then uh, so you better stop kind of thing uh, that's what it sounded like and uh, by the way before I go any further this is kind of going against uh, me because guys like I said I love the Astros I love Altuve I love Bregman I love Springer and Correa I mean they're just a great team they are so talented and I hate that they're wrapped up into this because the the report and this is what doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me uh the report basically said um that this was basically player driven um along with alex cora but you know we can talk about that a little bit later as well so if this is largely player driven and executed uh and you know the manager and general manager yeah, they didn't do anything to stop it. It sounds like they didn't really know a whole lot of what's going on um, with it, but apparently it was, you know, seen by you know Major League Baseball that they should have been in the know and have actively stopped it if they experienced anything, um, if they thought anything was going on. And so, one of the things, for example, uh, is the manager apparently uh, tried to break the video screen a couple times just in case something was going on so I don't know it's unfortunate so but anyways so we have all of this completely executed and driven by the players right and the managers you know didn't have anything to do with it really other than you know at worst looking the other way at best not really knowing what's going on and guess what the players what happened to the players nothing nothing happened to them at this point like I don't think there's supposed to be anything else apparently that's going to be uh, coming down on them either which is insane to me uh, you know I mean I I don't really like that uh, part of me if I'm being completely honest part of me is like okay good you know it's uh, let's let our favorite players you know kind of go on and do their own thing or whatever uh, but the other part of me is like man that's not right you know, that just doesn't seem right. Now, uh, I say all this, and I'm going to try to probably separate myself from a lot of folks that have been talking about this uh, subject that have already passed judgment on them. Uh, I frankly don't know everything about the subject. And, you know, look, the, anybody else talking about it doesn't either. So there's probably a lot of other stuff going on in the background of Major League Baseball that we don't know about nefarious or otherwise. Um, and there's reasons why certain people have been given, uh, have been punished and others have not. But from where I sit, I think the players should be absolutely punished as well. And again, I'm saying this guys, like I, I love the Astros. I love the players. They're an exciting team. And I so look forward to seeing them in 2020 and you know guys i i i believe that they're going to uh have perhaps the best record in baseball uh in 2020 actually and if not you know, i think they're going to be in the top three and hopefully that'll uh, silence all this talk and you know make it a distant memory for them but uh in any event i still think that the players should be uh punished for this now i will also say this i do think and this isn't just me being a Houstonian and Houston fan or whatever, but I do think that this is widespread. I don't for a second think that this is just the Astros. I think that if Mike Fires uh, 
the one that outed the Astros had played for the Yankees. And the Yankees won World Series. I think Fires would have uh, pointed the finger to the Yankees. I think the same thing could have happened for you know the White Sox, the Brewers. I think you know pretty much any team. Um, yeah, I'm not saying all teams are doing this, but I'm saying there's several. And it's kind of unfortunate that the Astros are, are the bad guys here when quite possibly most everybody else is doing it. So um, be that as it may, it is what it is. And uh, they are now the bad boys, the black sheep of Major League Baseball. And I think the only way that they can really do, uh, the only thing they can do to shed this uh, and it's going to be really, really hard is to play super clean baseball this year and to whoop everybody else's butt and, uh, you know, have like a real good PR front where they're doing all kinds of things in the community and, you know, being, uh, being good boys <laughs> for Major League Baseball. And even still, there's going to be people uh, that don't like... Uh, that won't like the Astros. And I'll give you an example also. There's a uh, guy that follows me on Twitter that's a Mariners fan. And uh, I don't know what this guy's deal is, but you know he'll rub it in my face or something as if he's trying to you know, get one over on me because of what's going on with the Astros. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think uh, guys like him will probably ever forgive uh, the Astros and forget. I just don't think he will. And uh, that's okay. You know, it's... Your prerogative, dude. If you wanna, if you wanna um, hold on to it forever, that's fine. Um, you know that happens with, you know, Canseco a lot too. I hear all the time still, like, oh, that guy's a jerk because, you know, he just uh, he didn't sign for me when I was 12 years old back in '91 or whatever. <laughs> um, so you know, it's okay. It happens, but uh, you know, I do hope that uh, the Astros can turn this around. You know, yeah, certainly it's for a lot of this. I say is for my uh, own self-interest, being the uh, you know being that they're my home team. But uh, anyways, uh, so the next part of this is Mike Trout has actually uh, has actually uh, uh, taken center stage today as well. And uh, I posted a thread on the blowout forums about this uh, earlier this afternoon, and that thing like lit up like crazy and it's because again Scott Brocious his son posts something on Instagram I believe that talks about how Mike Trout is uh, is using uh, human growth hormones because of some loophole because of a thyroid issue and so um, yeah that's interesting this is one of the things that because it's unsubstantiated because there is no report to read I just don't know a whole lot about it, but I do know that that little hint of what's going on has thrown Major League Baseball uh, in a tizzy. Like all of the fans and everything, like what? Because like Mike Trout is Superman. You know, he's the face of baseball. So I don't know. And it's funny because you watch. People talking about like, ha, I knew it. <laughs> Look at the size of his neck. Look at the size of his head. He's a big guy. Have you ever seen him in person? He looks like he'd be playing football. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's not like he became like, went from being a 150 pound guy to like a 250 pound guy. 
uh, overnight or anything like that, uh, like Barry Bonds. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, what's going on with him. I've, uh, I obviously uh, uh, really don't want this for him. I want him to be clean because he is, you know, seen as Mr. Clean, and I, I've just really always loved all the stories I've heard about him with his interactions. I mean, he just seems like a good quality guy. And, uh, but, you know, I mean, everybody makes mistakes, so we'll see what happens with this one. Um, I do find it interesting that Scott Brocious' son, after he posts this, allegedly uh, deleted that post and deleted his account. So was that a burner account? Was that just a fake thing to see what everybody would do? I don't know. You know, so I'm not really sure. But I do find it interesting also that it throws Major League Baseball in an uproar with a single post on Instagram. I think it was Instagram anyway. And uh, whammo, everything blows up. <laughs> from Scott Broch, <laughs> from a third base coach of the Mariners' son posting something. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think we're going to find out a whole lot more uh, over the coming days, weeks, and months. But, uh, you know, it's like a, uh, uh, you know, I, I would love to hear from Mike Trout himself. Uh, I would absolutely love to hear uh, from his own mouth. Uh, this is completely untrue. It's false or the reason I am taking this is because it's MLB sanctioned and here's why. Um, I would love to hear that myself personally, to be honest with you. Uh, but it really is unfortunate that like some, you know, kind of obscure person can write something and all of a sudden like it, like everybody goes bananas. Um, so question is, um, going forward, like, Let's bring this into uh, the cardboard realm. What does that do with baseball cards? So I'll tell you where I'm kind of quote-unquote invested in the Astros and Mike Trout. I have a total number of two cards that are pretty big for both. So one of them is a 2019 museum uh, emerald foil quad patch one of one that has the core four Astros, Altuve, Bregman, Springer, and Correa. And I love that card. I think it's great. Uh, do I think these accusations can uh, hurt the price of it? Yeah, absolutely. What can help it? A fantastic season. That's what can help it. Um, either way, I enjoy the heck out of the card. I mean, not really, uh, you know, I'm not terribly worried about like, oh no, it's only going to be worth a dollar now and all that. No, it's, uh, it is like the nicest core four Astros card I've ever seen in my life. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, you know, yeah, I would say I'm pretty heavily quote unquote invested in the Astros cards just by that one card alone. And it's okay. Um, it's okay if it goes down or whatever, I guess it, I guess because it's one of one, you can't really ever tell like what the price is or whatever, but patches are beautiful. Uh, they represent the Houston core four. Uh, yeah, uh, a really good season needs to happen for the Astros and ASAP. So for 2020, <laughs> uh, more specifically. So for Mike Trout, I've got a 2011 Topps Diamond uh, Update US 175, P 
PSA 10. And that's like the only trout card they have. Oh no, no, I actually do have a few others, but, or at least one another, but uh, that's the only like real, <laughs> real one. I'm sorry for the wind guys. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, that, could the value be hurt from this? Possibly, but on the other hand, the card is uh, probably the most iconic card in the past at least couple decades. So, you know, when you think of baseball cards, that's the, that's the card you think of. That's like the holy grail, so to speak. Um, so in spite of all this stuff going on, I could still see it actually increasing in value um, because like everybody and their brother wants it. And, you know, let's say he was taking uh, steroids or whatever. And I don't know. I, I don't know how people will, uh, will see that. I will say this. There are a lot of guys in the past that have been taking steroids that will never make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they might make the Hall of Fame actually, but they're not in there right now. Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco. A lot of these guys that are in A-Rod, you know, that are clear, uh, you know, quote unquote cheaters. And guess what? A lot of their cards are through the roof. They're expensive as all get out. Uh, the rare ones at least. So, um, for trout, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to take a heck of a lot more than an accusation for uh, his prices to, uh, to start, you know, uh, crumbling. Um, but anyways, we'll see. Time will tell. It's a beautiful card either way. <laughs> so anyways, all that to say, um, one other thing I wanted to bring up as well, which I found interesting, and I was actually in a business meeting uh, with some folks that I'm doing a website for uh, yesterday, actually. We were talking about all this Astros craziness and uh, you know, Chris, he's not really a big baseball fan, but he does have his, uh, you know, finger on the pulse of Houston, I would say. And he was at least wanting to know more about it. And Wendy, uh, she is, uh, uh, works there with him as well. And she, uh, loves baseball. Like she, she's just, she knows her stuff. And so I asked both of them, uh, about, uh, you know, you look over the past hundred years, like what world series stand out and. I, don't, I, I get the feeling that they're probably not, neither of them are really big into uh, baseball history. But I told them for me, the one that sticks out is the 1919 World Series where you have the Black Sox. And so I've been thinking about this quite a bit actually over the last, oh, I don't know, week or so. Like without that Black Sox scandal, would Shoeless Joe Jackson be as big of a deal as he is? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I find it interesting and ironic that a hundred years later, we have not one, but four stellar players that are mixed up in this. And obviously it's not a good thing. It's a black eye on them as well as it is the organization. But you know, <laughs> one of the things that, that hurts a lot of players in uh in baseball history is uh, is obscurity and obscurity by just not moving the needle so to speak of excitement or controversy the loud brash players uh, they're the ones that get remembered the ones that have done things they get remembered the quiet compilers might not necessarily be remembered which is unfortunate 
um, in many ways, but it's just something I found interesting um, about Shoeless Joe Jackson. Like, don't get me wrong, like he was a fantastic player, but there are a lot of fantastic players uh, back in the era that if you pull any baseball fan off the, uh, off the street and ask them about them, they probably won't know uh, who they are. They might not know who Napoleon Lajouet is or who Tris Speaker is or Rogers Hornsby. You know, they, they might not know these guys. Shoeless Joe Jackson, guess what? I guarantee you they will have heard of them. So anyways, that's what I have for you tonight. Uh, just, you know, I don't really have any direction to give or anything about this. Just kind of talking and wanted to give my thoughts on, on the whole subject. I find it wildly interesting. And I'll be watching with uh, popcorn in hand as uh, how all this unfolds. And by the way, <laughs> found out today also that there are uh, accusations of the Astros having worn wires and getting buzzed for certain uh, uh, pitches even as late as this past year. Um, and, you know, even in the uh, uh, ALCS, I think it was, um, Altuve hits a walk-off against Chapman, I think. I think. Anyway, so he, as he's coming home, he's instructing all the players, don't pull off my jersey. <laughs> and he says later, you know, oh, you know, it's just because my wife didn't want that to happen or whatever. Well, <laughs> maybe it's because he was wearing a wire. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm not sure. I don't have enough information about the wire about Wiregate. Uh, if that's uh, if that's something. However, um, like I said, I'm going to have to say that I really do think that uh, those who believe that the Astros are the only ones doing this stuff. I think that those folks are very naive in that a lot of people in teams in Major League Baseball are doing the exact same thing. Uh, they just weren't called out for it, dot, 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 yet. So stay tuned. I'm sure we'll have a lot more uh, crazy information, and I'll give you my little, my little hot take on this also. Uh, it's against the rules, guys, you know, to, uh, against baseball rules to use uh, um, video technology to uh, steal signs and, and uh, so on and so forth. Uh, so, so obviously it's wrong. Now, with that said, again, quite possibly most everybody's doing it, or at least a lot are doing it. Doesn't make it right, but uh, it doesn't make it okay either for only the Astros to be those that are uh, punished and penalized and you know seen as the black sheep in baseball. Uh, and on the other side of uh, the coin, frankly, I think it's a stupid rule. <laughs> I think it's an absolutely ludicrous rule. If you have electronics and stuff, and you're allowing that stuff uh, in the game in any way, shape, or form, you gotta probably let go of that as a rule at some point, and uh, and just make sure that everybody else covers up uh, their signs even better. Um, that's just how it goes. You know, you can't like, uh, you can't have something like this, uh, like this, you know, video room and then all these other things and then say, okay, well, you can't use it or whatever. Well, I think we're going to look at this whole thing like five, 10 years from now and go like, well, duh, of course everybody was using, <laughs> was using it. <laughs> it's like the steroid era 2.0, it seems like. But anyways, uh, this is just my thought. I mean, I, I don't really, uh, I'm not really interested in getting other people on my side on this. That's just kind of my personal thoughts. And 
Yeah, you might think completely uh, something uh, completely different. That's perfectly fine. Uh, it's just kind of my thought is like, uh, this is a no-brainer. Just let everybody do whatever they can, uh, you know, as long as the, the rules allow, of course. And obviously, to circle back around, the rules do not allow this right now, so it's against the against rules, so it should not be done. But anyways, that's all I have for tonight. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you all have a fantastic evening, and uh, uh, thank you all again for listening.